on today's episode of Bad in the Boondocks. I will be discussing the case of Mademoiselle Blanche Monnier and Weirdo Drew will be talking about some weird criminals. Maybe some of his family. Not me though. You're listening to Bad in the Boondocks, baby. Bad in the Boondocks Bad in the Boondocks People put it down But what you're supposed to do In a small town Bad in the Boondocks Bad in the Boondocks Lord have mercy Can't help it Bad in the Boondocks Hey, and welcome to Bad in the Boondocks. We are back after our hiatus. (laughs) Yeah. And a little bit of a thump, but I do want to thank Shannon or Shanann. We want to thank you for your email. That really got us back out of my funk, at least. And we came on back from Funky Town. We're here. (laughs) Yes, we did. Well, anyways, what's your name again? I forgot. As always, I am one of your hosts, Stan. And I am Drew. How's it going? It's going okay, I meant. Yeah, I've seen better I've seen better days. Too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, remember, rate and review us. Yes. Uh, only if it's five stars. Because it's a crime to rate less than five. Okay, well, we'll just keep on moving from that. <laughs> um. Also... Make sure you tell a friend about us. And if so you don't have any friends, tell an enemy. Yeah. Or just don't be a loser and make some friends. How about that? And we are talking to ourselves. Hey, I've got at least one friend. You know, but if you're only going to have one, I'd rather have none. Well, I meant, whatever. It's, I'm going to go good. ahead and get right on into my story today. Okay, okay. Today I'm going to be talking about Mademoiselle Blanche Monnier. Mm-hmm. She looks good there. She's been through a lot. Well, Mademoiselle Blanche Monnier was a French girl who was kept captive for 25 years in a padlocked and shuttered room where she was forced to live amidst pests, rats, human excrement, and filth. Almost like your bedroom. Or it's kind of like living around you. Her discovery (laughs) occurred on May 23rd, 1901, after the Paris Attorney General received an anonymous letter indicating a woman was being held captive in a home located on 21 Rue de la Visitation. I wonder who that anonymous person was. I bet you a lot of people do wonder who the anonymous person was. Yeah, well, I'm the next wanderer. Anyway, that location was a wealthy neighborhood of Poitiers, France. Wow. The anonymous letter read, partly, quote, Monsieur Attorney General, I have the honor to inform you of an exceptionally serious occurrence. I speak of a spinster who is locked up in Madame Monnier's house, half-starved, and living on a putrid litter for the past 25 years, in a word, in her own filth, unquote. Dang. 
The letter surprised the police as they knew that 75-year-old widower, Madame Louise Monnier, and her son, Marcel Monnier, a law student graduate and previous sub-prefect of Puget Deniers, lived at the address noted in the letter. The Monnier family were an upper-middle-class family who hailed from the aristocratic Poitiers family and were honored in the region. You're saying a lot of stuff. Madame Louise's husband, Emile Monnier, who had been the head of a local arts faculty, died in 1879, many years earlier. The family had even earned the prestigious Committee of Good Works Award, a prize honoring citizens who displayed the highest of virtues. Oh, whatever. On the other hand, police recall that 25 years prior, without drawing any suspicion from the authorities, their daughter, Blanche Monnier, a joyous and playful woman with a wealth of beautiful hair and big, brilliant eyes, disappeared without a trace when she was only 25 years old. What, and they didn't suspect No, they the did parents? Not. No. I mean, come on. No, because they were very prestigious and very virtuous. Oh, whatever. That's the first people that you look at as the parents, the family. Shame on Maybe them. Maybe not in France. Whatever. Shame on them. Police arrived at the home, forced the door open, and found an emaci- emaciated Blanche Monnier lying in a pool of feces and food debris on a bed in an upstairs room. Her head hidden under the covers. The 49-year-old woman, who now weighed a mere 55 pounds, oh my God, was naked, scared, and deranged. 55 pounds. And here's the catch. She was in an upstairs bedroom. Normally, they're in a basement or something like that, you know? Yeah, she was upstairs because she, she was high class. Exactly. Upper class. Get it? <laughs> she was upper class. <laughs> she hadn't seen the sun in 24 years. A witness to the event described how Blanche was discovered. Quote, We immediately gave the order to open the casement window. This was done with great difficulty, for the old dark-colored curtains fell down in a heavy shower of dust. To open the shutters, it was necessary to remove them from their right hinges. As soon as light entered the room, we noticed in the back, lying on a bed, her head and body covered by a repulsively filthy blanket, a woman identified as Mademoiselle Blanche Monnier. And the unfortunate woman was lying completely naked on a rotten straw mattress. Mm. All around her was formed a sort of crust made from feces, fragments of meat, Vegetables, fish, and rotten bread. Oh, my God. Do you know how bad that would smell? That would smell. And the thing is, like, I forgot what I was about to say. Oh, yeah. How much pain that would be on your eyes. Oh, yeah. Going outside for the first time in 24 years. We also saw oyster shells and bugs running across Mademoiselle's Monnier's bed. The air was so unbreathable. The odor given off by the room was so rank that it was impossible for us to stay any longer to proceed with our investigation. Oh, my God. 
The terrified woman was quickly wrapped in a blanket and rushed to the hospital in Paris where doctors initially thought that she would die. Blanche's mother, 75-year-old Madame Monnier, shoot. You switched the page. Jesus, let me tell you something. You little quats. <laughs> Madame oh, <there> Monnier <laughs> was found sitting calmly in the living room, garbed in a dressing gown decorated with little black and white squares. Police searched the home and questioned both the mother and the brother. At the hospital, workers noted that Blanche took great pleasure at being washed and able to breathe clean air. She exclaimed, How lovely it is! They noted that she had a great aversion to light, according to her instincts. She couldn't stand it. Despite claims by Blanche's brother that she was foul, angry, and overly excited, and full of rage, doctors noted that Blanche was calm, never wavering for a moment into fits of anger or excitement. During the subsequent investigation, the truth began to trickle forth, although there are many questions that are, remain unanswered to this day. Yeah, it sounds like it. Around her 25th year, Blanche Monnier fell in love with an older attorney who lived nearby possibly even bearing a child from one of the liaisons. Her mother forbade the relationship, first arguing, then pleading, and when Blanche refused to not marry, the penniless lawyer, Louise, plotted with her son to develop a plan to stop the marriage. One night, Blanche was locked in an upper room of the house until she agreed to abandon the relationship. The mother thought at the time that the girl would relent and agree to the demands. Yeah. A June 9th, 1901 New York Times article explains what happens next. Time passed and Blanche was no longer young. The attorney she so loved died in 1885. During all that time, the girl was confined in the lonely room, fed with scraps from the mother's table. When she received any food at all, her only companions were the rats and bugs that gathered to eat the hard crusts that she threw upon the floor. Oh, my God. Not a ray of light penetrated her dungeon, and what she suffered can only be surmised. You got to think, 24 yeah, years. years. Twenty. No bathroom. Four. No light. Years. And no you know people. They didn't clean up anything. Nothing. They didn't clean. Well, how did she get food? Of in the door through the door. The mother might have come in, or they might have had a slot in the door. Yeah, they may have. Time passed slowly for Blanche, who spent the next twenty-five years locked away in the room. Mm. Blanche's brother Marcel, who later would later claim that Blanche was insane and never attempted to escape the locked room and shuttered room. But according to court testimony, several witnesses claimed that they often heard Blanche screaming and pleading, including clear mentions of words such as police, pity, and freedom. Well, you being a witness now doesn't really help, does it? No. On August 16th of 1892, one witness heard Blanche scream the following words. 
What have I done to be locked up? I don't deserve this horrible torture. God must not exist then to let his creatures suffer in this way, and no one to come to my rescue. Blanche's mother, Madame Monnier, was arrested the next day and imprisoned at around six o'clock in the evening. Despite the precautions of the police, a surging crowd gathered at the prison with shouts of hatred and revenge. She should have been arrested as soon as they found her. Yeah. Madame Monnier was immediately placed in the infirmary. She suffered from heart disease, where she unexpectedly died 15 days later. Are you serious? It How was said, odd is that? It was said that her last words were spoken to the doctors who entered the room just moments before she died. They recalled that she cried out, Oh, my poor Blanche. Her brother Marcel stood trial alone, accused of being his mother's accomplice. The mm -hmm. trial opened on October 7th, 1901. Four days later, Marcel was found guilty and sentenced to 15 months in prison. Are you serious? The judgment on October 11th raised applause in the courtroom and outside on the palace square. The crowd showed their approval, screaming and shouting hostile threats at the convicted man. Marcel immediately appealed the verdict, and in a judgment announced on November 20th, the Court of Appeal found that he had exercised no violence on the woman, and hence he was acquitted and released from jail. Although Blanche Monnier did put on some weight over time, she never regained her sanity. She died in a psychiatric hospital in 1913, 12 years after she was discovered captive. Wow. Wow. That's something. And I will be, this will be the picture mm. of Mademoiselle on the show notes. Mm. I haven't decided, will it be her before or after picture? I don't know, man, but let me tell you something. The before picture is good. She's a very beautiful woman. It's beautiful. a good picture. Great picture. Well, the after picture is not so nice, I would say. Oh, my God. It's awful. I had Let me never, see it again. Which before or after that? After. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's her hip right there. Yeah, I don't know if we should put that on there. That's a little... I don't know. We'll we'll discuss it afterwards to see if we'll put it on there or not. But but if we do not put it on there, look up Mademoiselle Blanche mm -hmm. Monnier. Yeah, that was something else, dude. I'd never heard of that before. Man. Had you? No, I have not heard of that before. That was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Nothing. I'm trying to talk to him, but I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't tell him without it sounds so stupid. Or you can take a break. Or you could just say, "And now a little break for a word from our sponsors." Jesus Christ! I'm trying to ask you if we were doing that or not, but you kept saying, "What? What?" And we're back. Mm -hmm. uh, my throat is so parched right now. Oh my gosh, so I have to take a drinky because my throat's so parched. You say that all the time. It's so annoying. I have to take a drink because my throat's parched. Whatever. 
Anyways, you want me to get on to some weird crimes? Kind of. I mean, I pretty much live that every every day that I ride with you and go to the gym with you. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Like a recluse sitting over there. He doesn't say anything. He looks like a disappointed boy getting an avocado for Christmas. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm but I don't saying. feel well. I'm just saying. You're like, this is your face. Well. The whole time while we're riding, just no emotion. Nothing. Nothing. I'll be talking over there trying to talk to him and stuff. I'll be <sighs> tapping so him on the arm. I say like, are you even listening? He's like, what? That's exactly what you do. You look over at me and then you're like, what? Depression <laughs> is evil. That's not. That is, I do. It's because that testosterone shot didn't work this time. Like not it did to the last time. I already have severe depression. So that. Uh, kind not of, to mention that, but whenever you had the testosterone shot and it worked, you were a lot happier. Just saying. Maybe a little. Okay, well, anyways, let me go on and get on to reading some stories. You should really take advantage of the free tanning bed at the gym that you're a member of. Shut up. Don't you even say nothing. Yeah, I I went to the tanning bed. Uh, what about I'm just it? saying you're really light. I'm really white? Well, if you would like to say white, I was trying not to I know that racist. I'm really white, but it's also almost winter time. And that doesn't mean that's, but we have now a technology called a tanning bed. Yeah, I just feel like it's sort of cooking your, you know what I'm saying, cooking your. Only you. Okay. Well, anyways. A retired. He had a purple ass for a week afterwards. I know that the I did. The one time he got in. I know that I did. And I also got in there for 10 minutes because I listened to a person from Planet Fitness, just to say that. <laughs> but anyways. It looked like an eggplant. <laughs> Smelt like a rotten. Eggplant. It did not. No, it didn't. But it did. It was so it red. Was an and it started purple. to turn purple. Yeah, it was horrible. But anyways, but he got no tan from it. No, I didn't. It just peeled right off. A retired couple from Lancashire. Couple from. Oh, I thought you said couple. No, from Lancashire. I was like, how Lan- do you? What do you have to do Lancashire. to retire as a couple? Couple. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Um, returned home from um, a holiday in 2014, and they discovered a burglar fast asleep in their bed. Um, Martin Holby and Pat Dyson were amazed to find the intruder. Lucas Chotsnowski, um had done their dishes, washed his underwear, and even bought some groceries for them. That was quite that's respectful. such a nice burglar. Like, why can't they come in here and do that for us? I felt bad that he had skid marks, obviously, since he washed just his underwear. <laughs> yeah. Um, Miss Dyson said that their house wasn't too tidy when they left away, but Janowski, who is originally from Poland, um, moved to Leeds and had kindly tidied up. So what did he steal? Because I said a burglar. He didn't steal anything. So he wasn't really a burglar. No. Well, here's one thing that he did, but it was an accident. Um, 
He did burn an old saucepan, but that happens, she added. Chanowski, then 28, admitted to admitted burglary, but he didn't burglarize anything. I think you're anything. considered burglary if you break in. But that's an house. intruder. I think it's considered a burglar. Whatever, that's stupid. Well, anyways, he was given a two-year conditional discharge in order to pay 200 pounds cost. For tidying up their house? He should have been paid. I know, but like two-year conditional discharge, what is that? I don't know. It sounds like some nasty, like something, a discharge from your vagina or penis. <laughs> like, I have a very conditional discharge right now. Yeah, okay. And only only you would say that. Only you would say that. And burns. That's why they have Vagisil. And smells like mold. <laughs> but that's if, just my nuts. If that shit smells like mold, you need to go see the doctor right away. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Instead of spreading it on to other people, Ain't we don't want that the truth mold. or wiping and putting your hands yeah. in people's faces. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, too well. I, Drew's nickname is Dusty Nuts. <laughs> but I don't have Dusty Nuts. Musty Nuts, what you got? Be scratching shit, be slamming his hand in people's faces. I'm like, you know what? You need to start freaking washing. You need to put some baby powders up under that. I smell good. Shit. You can smell right now and I don't Hell no. You just say that all the time and then you like shove your hand. You shove your hand in my nose and it stinks. No, it doesn't. There's See? no smell. Uh-uh. No, there's not. Oh, my no, God. There's not. such a smell. There's no smell. There's such a smell. Your nose is fucked up. <laughs> Asshole. Well, I'm pretty sure, like, after a sweaty day of going to the gym and stuff. And by that, he means 8 o'clock in the morning after waking up 30 minutes earlier. No. 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 <laughs> do you have another story for us? Yes, I do, if you'd let me get on to my next story. Okay. Um, Two Welsh tourists landed themselves in court in 2012. And where are Welsh from? Welsh. Maybe Wales? Probably from Wales. In, I don't know. In, in England, asking. right? I don't know. Is that in England? I don't know. Sure, <laughs> sure it is. We'll say it's from England. After they got drunk... <laughs> Wouldn't they be English? Huh. Or British would be from Britain. Welsh. I didn't say that. I said from England. Right, I know. Welsh, Welsh, Scotland, maybe? Those would be Scottish. Welsh, France? No, those would be French. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Two Welsh stores. Oh, yeah, I already said that. You said it three or four times. They stole a penguin called Dirk from SeaWorld in Australia. Oh, Welsh, Australia. How? Well, I'll tell you how. Rise Owen Jones, 21, and Carrie Mules, 20. From, I'm telling you, those young 20s and 19s, yep, they'd be, they be up to no good. Stupid. From South Wales, broken to the... No, nothing. Almost 19, aren't you? No, I'm 35. Um, broke into the park on Queensland's Gold Coast. Queensland. Queensland's. It's a party. It's a party. <laughs> you remember that commercial? <laughs> It's hilarious. I'm sorry. It's so funny. That what are you laughing at? If you ever have watched Ridiculousness and seen the video of the guy that they pushed the bed up and slammed him into the wall and woke him up because it was his birthday. It's a funny. 
<laughs> Anyways, I'll keep on going. Swam with the dolphins and let off a fire extinguisher in the shark enclosure before making off with poor Dirk. Did they not have security? Yes. Poor Dirk. I swear. I feel so bad for that penguin. <laughs> was it Dirk Giggler? That was off of um, Boogie Nights. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was Dirk Diggler. He was the no, I'm saying no, it wasn't Dirk Diggler. When they woke up hungover and with the flightless bird in their apartment, they tried their incompetent best to care for him by feeding him and putting him in the shower. Oh, fuck hell. They were like, <laughs> where'd y'all, where'd you come from, you cutie? I swear, penguins are so freaking cute. I'm not even joking. They're I don't really... think they are. Shut up. You take that back right now. I don't think they are. Then you're, then you're out of your mind. And don't they need it to be cold? Not particularly. I'm a look that I mean, up. it needs to be cool, but I mean, I've never known of any penguins to live in like not iced, like not chilled rooms. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, they later released Dirk into a canal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, like one of them little, one of them little res. You know the things. Why not just that... take him back to Sea World and put him over the fence and say, "Go home, baby, go home." <laughs> anyways, you know the little things. The canals, you know, that goes down into the water. They could have put a dress on him and he could have pretended like he was a tourist and just casually went back to his enclosure. <laughs> that is hilarious. But, um, of course, they were spotted by locals who called police. Um, of course. The magistrate fined them a 1000 Australian dollars, equivalent to 637 pounds at the time, equivalent to something else in the United States that I have no idea, and told them to drink a little less vodka. Dirk was rescued and returned to SeaWorld unharmed. Yes, Dirk. Except for the psychological. Did he get counseling? He didn't get counseling. That's animal cruelty. I mean, I'm sure he had psychological problems. You didn't give poor Dirk counseling? I'm like, come on. Because you know they also probably had drunken sex in front of Dirk. Exactly. He just got kidnapped or with Dirk. You don't know that. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's bad. That's bad. That's animal cruelty at its finest, son. But um, let's go on. Let's go on. I think I might have how how many you want to hear. One will be good. Okay, you just don't want me to keep on talking. You want me to shut up, so whatever. A man suspected of arson and vandalism sent a selfie to police in Ohio in the U.S. because he found the photo of his arrest warrant to be unflattering. Donald Chip Poo. Chip Poo. Yeah, Donald Chip Poo texts the police Say a photo. Donald Chip. Donald. Shit. Donald Chip Poo texts a photo. Say it again. Donald Chip Poo. Poo Texts the police a photo of himself and wrote, "Here's a better photo. That one is terrible." Why did I sound Australian just? Then? I don't. Uh, I meant you. What? I meant I would. Beg to differ. Not all the way. I would beg to differ. But just sort of a tiny accent. I don't know why. Sometimes I go through those types of phases where. Well, you know, I've always thought you were on the spectrum. (laughs) The smartest spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Not that. He told a local radio station, man, they just did me wrong. They put a picture out that made me look like I was a Thundercat or James Brown on the run. I can't do that. 
<laughs> James Brown on the run? <laughs> yeah. And what is a Thundercat? Hell if I know. He, he kind of does look like a Thundercat. No, he doesn't. Sure it does. Looks like a Thundercat. I mean, I don't think, I don't know how much better the picture could get. Mm. There's not much to work with. That's true. He has no hair, like, to really comb and stuff. Yeah. You are what you are, dude. I mean, if it shocks you when you see yourself in the picture, that's just something that you need to learn to deal with and cope. Yeah. Lima Police Department responded by saying, we thank him for being helpful, but now we would appreciate it if he would come to speak to us. (laughs) He later was arrested. Guess where? In Walmart. No, what state was he arrested? South Carolina, Florida. 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 Mm Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, I got one more for you because I don't care. Um, let's see. Officials were left baffled by the Af- Afghan Taliban commander who gave himself up and then tried to claim the $100 award for his capture. Only $100? <laughs> for a Taliban. Yeah, but I'm saying you for would think it'd be quite more. A Taliban commander. On the loose, and it was only hundred dollars. Wow, that's Are you really cheap. That is really cheap. Guess what his name is? Mohammed Ashan. That's such a known name. Such a known name. A mid to low level Taliban commander was suspected of organizing attacks on U.S. and Afghan troops in the east of the country. According to reports, he walked up to a police checkpoint in 2012. Pointed at a wanted poster, pointed to a wanted poster featuring his face, <laughs> and asked for the hundred dollars finding finder's fee. The authorities were at a loss to explain his actions, although one U.S. official um, reportedly told journalists, "Clearly, this man is an imbecile." Technically, they didn't have any rules. You know, like, you can't do it if it's you. If it's you, exactly. It said $100 reward for anybody that finds this man. And he found his own self and turned his and showed his own self. So he should get the $100. Yes, he should. That's not fair. That isn't. That is not fair. He should sue. He should sue. I doubt that he'd win, but who knows? Well, y'all. I hope that you enjoyed us coming back and listening to our such coming back. You said coming. Jesus Christ. And listening to our soothing voices while we put you to sleep. Shit. Oh, that sounded horny, baby. Sounded a little wrong. Make me feel horny. It's a party. It's a party. It's, it's a, a party. party. It's a party in the pants. Okay, right. well, anybody who has seen that video or would like to see it, just, I don't really know what to look up. So, I mean, if you've seen it, go on and send us an email at badintheboonots at gmail.com. And what else I've you got? I stand. And I'm always Drew. And it's very musty spelling. Whatever. Go go check your own self because it's probably your underarms. Underarms. <laughs> it's your underarms. I didn't know if I want to say undernuts or underarms. Undernuts. I've never heard of. <laughs> you can't say underwear because I don't wear them. Yeah. Well. Anyways, I think that that's all that we have for you. 
Oh, I could just sit here and just ramble on. I know that. I know that. And it is the end. And so you know what? I've talk... actually discovered that I like talking if I'm talking to myself. We could talk to any... about anything. What do you want to talk about? Why are you doing that with your face? I don't know. Helps me cope with my... Oh, is that what helps? Something. <laughs> There's so much to cope with. Thanks. Because you're no help. Nope. And... Is our contest of not well? Shit. Oh, we still got to get it out to Zach Hicks. We've got to get your clock out to you. I almost said clock, but I meant clock. Yeah, but it's on the way. I'm ordering it right now. Well, not right this second, but after no. We the get thing finished. is, he told me that he ordered it, and then his ass forgot about it. Well, that's what happened. He I don't for- like being questioned. He forgot about it, and I'm so sorry for that because he is a imbecile just like i said on there and you're a dickweed sir no that's my word no mine is you're an ass wipe that's a good one well i do wipe my ass very well no you're the tissue that that it's on you're the tissue right there i don't think so and it's on your face no you're just the literal shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding wow look at that we just talked like this all the time, but um, is the no uh, is the contest for November on? And remember, if we get it's to, always on, but nobody, but I'm putting we, some people's names in there, like Shannon, Shannon. Yeah, because I'm putting your name in there because you are a doll, and you really help me out of my. Yeah, you're. I want you to make the funky down. Oh my Jesus Christ! Don't go to funky down. Don't go there. Bow, 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 bow. You're the definition of an embarrassing father, right there. (laughs) Right there. I really want to hear that song. No. Anyways, um, the contest for November is still on, I think. Jesus Christ. I think it's still on. I want to take that, dude. And also, patrons. If we ever, ever, ever in We're a million, patrons, if we so you know ever whatever. in a million freaking years get to 50 patrons, you, I tell you what, we'll give everybody a $100 freaking Visa gift card. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because I mean, you have to go up in numbers, not down in numbers to get reached. Shit, that's $5,000. Wait. Yeah, Drew said that. that was maybe, not I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't have said that. That was not We'll sad. give three people a $100 gift cards instead of one. How about that? Looks I like know that somebody will be walking the streets a few nights. <laughs> I do that anyways. I know, but you'll be walking extra. In Vegas, how do you think I made all that money? Not from walking the streets. <laughs> you only get paid about $2. $2 a hit. Wow, that's an asshole. That's an asshole that's, move right there. That's, oh, it's Black Friday weekend, too. You got $2? to put that shit on sale. Well, you remember whenever those... Um, fifty, baby dollar. You remember 50. those um, sexy cops, those sexy female cops that bit me over and spanked me? Y'all, do you really want me to explain that? <laughs> no, okay. I'm good. All right. No, because first, okay, she, y'all. First, she said, "Oh, are y'all brothers?" And I said, "Yeah." And then he said, "No, I'm his dad." Well, I can't help and people he think wore that this, I'm about, than I am. And he wore the same clothes as me, just about, and we looked similar to the same age about on that night. And they said, and then and then of course they asked me, "Oh, are you old enough to do this?" <laughs> But yeah, if the if you wouldn't have told them that, they would have thought that we were 
I don't know, probably me like 20, you like 25, something like that. Oh, that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, well, that's... I love you, That's gone. That's gone. That's gone right now, so... Fuck you. But I blame it on stress for you, I guess. My looks have not gone down because of stress. You can kiss Mm, my white ass, and it ain't even white as tan as fuck. Well, you're looking a little... um, You've got bigger wrinkles on your eyes than me. Technically, yes, but I only have a few. And I have been standing. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah, and I'm always Drew, and we'll see you next time.